Integrated Science Preliminaries Science seeks certitude. Man is naturally curious about two fundamental problems which are contained in the sentences Whence this world and who am I? When the first of these questions is kept in mind, we may be said to limit our inquiry to the visible world, perceived or perceptible. In its extended sense, this domain can be said to comprise that of physics. When a man puts to himself the question, who am I? He has to do with the knowledge of factors which are not merely physical. He has to rely more on concepts than on mere percepts derived from sense data. He introspects or speculates on general ideas, mostly taken for granted by common sense experience. Such ideas are largely relied upon in the matter of arriving at any degree of certitude in metaphysics, which is the other aspect of knowledge besides physics under reference here. His whole vision vis-à-vis -vis the physical world, together with his own subjective experience, which is not experimentally demonstrable, thus emerges into view as the legitimate and unified basis of our present inquiry, containing the domains proper to physics and metaphysics. Physics is quantitative, while metaphysics may be said to be qualitative. If physics gives primacy to space, metaphysics may be said to give primacy to time. If physics is phenomenal, metaphysics is noumenal. If physics is relative, metaphysics tends to look at this relative plurality in the light of something that is non-relative. When physics and metaphysics, thus understood, are treated unitively, so that the certitude contained in the one helps the certitude contained in the other. By mutual verification, we have the beginnings of a science of the absolute. So this is the difference between the science of the absolute and regular science. Regular science, the metaphysics will not agree with physics. And physics will not agree with metaphysics. But when you, when you treat them unitively, so that the certitude contained in one that means the certitude of physics verifies the certitude of metaphysics or the certitude in metaphysics verifies the certitude in physics, then you have the science of the absolute. That is the difference between the absolute science and the normal science. Normal science, they're rejecting. The scientist rejects metaphysics. But in the science of the absolute, they become mutually supportive. The science of the absolute can also be called a science of sciences, a unified science, or an integrated body of knowledge. When such an inquiry is pushed further so as to yield a common notion serving as a normative reference for all sciences, we then have a fully integrated science of the absolute. Science in its progressive and triumphant march and, as it is now understood, is faced with this problem of incertitude rather than certitude, which it thought it was gaining. So we have said that Heisenberg's uncertainty principle. So as science progressed, it is coming to incertitude, not certitude. When you study cosmology, they cannot find the limit of the universe. And the further they examine, the more powerful a telescope they make, 
the further the boundary extends and the faster the galaxies are moving away from each other. The more powerful atomic smasher you make, like the one that CERN, the more particles you discover. So there is, not, there is no certitude emerging out of science. The inductivo-hypothetical approach to the formulation of scientific laws or theories based on calculations found permissible according to prevailing practices in mathematics yield at present varying pictures of the physical world. So if you ask what is the world, if you are a cosmologist, you have one version of the world. If you are a geologist, you have a different version of the world. If you are a biologist, you have a different version of the world. If you are an anthropologist, you will have still another version. So every discipline has its own view of the world. So it's splitting, it's making more and more fragmentation. Scientific myth-making is a danger to which we are beginning more and more to be exposed. When science is thus being allowed to part company with common sense, man becomes confused both about what he should doubt as well as what he should believe. A normative or integrated notion of the absolute, such as we have indicated above, can alone act as a regulative reference in this matter. Thus our attempt to give precision to the whole range of scientific thought is not a fanciful undertaking. Science, even as understood at present, consists of both conceptual and perceptual factors, being a mixture of calculation and observation. <laughs>